Having car problems? Well, with Rhoda, getting them fixed is as easy as ordering takeout. They'll come pick up your car for free, do any repair or maintenance needed, and return it right to your driveway. They'll even give you a complimentary video inspection of your car so you can see what needs to be done. Perfect for those of us that maybe aren't so car savvy. Book your appointment online at roda.com. And lucky for you, CityCast listeners get a 20% discount on any service for up to $100 off. Just use the code CityCast20. Today on CityCast DC, if this is your least favorite time of year for DC weather, you're not alone. I am right there with you. It's been hot, sticky, and humid the last few weeks, and you're probably looking to be near some water. So whether you're a lake person, a river person, or an ocean person, local travel guide Tim Ebner has got the wrecks you're looking for. Today is Tuesday, July 11th. I'm Bridget Todd, and here's what DC is talking about. Okay, so Tim, I know you've got a lot of cooling options for us. So many of the places to sort of splash around in DC in the city get super crowded. So let's talk about things that are a little outside of the city. I know that when it comes to water, entire personalities can be broken into river people, lake people, ocean people, beach people, and we want to make sure that we're serving them all. So let's start with lakes. Where is a good lake option for lake folks in D.C. to go? Yes, absolutely. I mean, lake life is definitely a thing. And, you know, in Washington, D.C., it gets hot and muggy in the summer. So getting out of the city and exploring a little bit to some state parks um, where there are some lakes could be a really great option for folks. One of the funny facts about where I'm from, which is Maryland, uh, is that there there are actually no naturally formed lakes anywhere in the state. Uh, But however, there are several man-made lakes and reservoirs. um, And what's cool is that these are great escapes, either for a day trip or an overnight where you can really cool down by the water um, and be by the lake for a swim. I'll mention kind of a couple here that folks can clue in on. Um, Obviously, the one that comes to mind probably first and foremost is Maryland's Deep Creek Lake, which is one of the largest lakes in the state. But if you're looking for something closer to home, um, there's a couple options that I love to frequent. The first being one just north of Frederick, Maryland. So it's about an hour's drive north of Washington, D.C., It's called Greenbrier State Park, and it's in Washington County, Maryland. This is a really easy uh, day trip if you want to find some sun and sand. And it's budget-friendly, too, with only uh, paying $5 per person if you're a Maryland resident to enter the state park or $7 if you're an out-of-state resident. So really, you know, you get a lot of value out of this experience. Um, And it's a really family-friendly beach as well. Greenbrier is a lake that is 42 acres. It has those white sandy beaches. It draws in a lot of visitors in the summertime. So maybe plan your visit like early in the morning when you get there so you find some parking. When you get there, you really have everything from swimming with lifeguards to canoeing and boating and fishing. Even if you wanted to make this more than just a day trip, there are campsites available at the state park. So you can reserve a campsite online on the Maryland State Parks website. And even away from the beach, there's some hiking trails and playground as well as a nature center that's really kid friendly. Um, So it's an awesome lake option, very close to DC, and you can definitely do it in a day trip or a quick overnight visit. 
The second one I'll mention here too, and the one that I think is a little bit further, but also worth a drive is Catoctin Mountain Park. Um, this is a national park and it's located in Northern Maryland near Thurmont, Maryland. It's also, you might know this as the site where uh, presidents like to summer. Uh, Camp David is located next to this national park and President Biden and many other presidents have been known to retreat there in the summertime. But if you're looking to go there, what I would say is adjacent to the national park is another Maryland state park. It's called Cunningham Falls. And Cunningham Falls is actually the largest waterfall cascading waterfall in the state. Um, it also has some really great water options. Uh, there are a lot of wading pools that you can dip in. Um, and actually, they're very chilly water uh, because the water streams down from the mountains from the Blue Ridge Mountains. Um, so if you're willing and brave enough, you can absolutely get under the waterfall for a refreshing cool down. But you know, if you prefer a little bit more of a temperate water temperature, Cunningham also has an awesome reservoir, just kind of like Greenbrier. It's a really expansive lake. Um, it has lifeguards, it has uh, swimmable beaches, but it also has that canoeing and, and some of those fishing options as well. Um, so it's another great lake option. And the other thing that makes this an attractive place to visit this summer is it's super close to Gettysburg, Pennsylvania, so just across the Maryland border. And it's a great place to find some really charming and quaint Airbnb options or um, inns and historic uh, B&Bs. So you can definitely make this an overnight trip as well. And who knows, maybe you'll even see President Biden on one of the hiking trails. <laughs> Oh, God, that would be amazing. You know, something that you mentioned that I'm really thankful for is these are great places to swim. There are lifeguards. It's an appropriate place to splash around. I saw this TikTok just this morning of somebody who was purporting to show a hidden gem swimming hole in Maryland. Like, come in here and swim. It's so beautiful. And it did look beautiful. Then you go to the comments and every comment is like, ooh, that's definitely a quarry. And I wouldn't swim there. And so many of the comments were like, why shouldn't you swim there? And it comes turns come to find out like it's not really a safe place to swim because of the pollution and like particulate in the water. And so all these people who knew the area were like, don't swim there, don't swim there. Whatever this TikToker says, it might look beautiful to, to sit by. I would not go into it. And so I'm, I'm thankful that you're giving us recommendations where it actually is appropriate and safe to swim. Yes, these are freshwater lake systems, albeit, you know, like reservoirs or man-made lakes, but um, really safe places to take a dip this summer. And it's funny you mentioned that, too, because I think there's this ongoing joke. Um, you know, there's along the Potomac River, you really do need to be careful and cautious about your personal safety near Washington, D.C. Um, once you get beyond Georgetown, there are some pretty serious rapids. And, you know, there are some rope swings that you'll find along the pathway of the CNO Canal. And maybe you're one of those people who have done some of those before. I know I've done them as a kid. Probably not the smartest thing, though, because you really do need to be mindful of the currents. Um, and also, as you mentioned, the pollution or, or what's in the water. There's a sort of a running joke with Potomac River. You know, if you've swam in the Potomac River, you shouldn't worry about, you know, insert whatever <laughs> other thing. And definitely that's the case. You know, if it's been raining and the water has been going into the river uh, system, there's definitely going to be an increased chance of some pollution uh, mixed in there. So, so keeping that in mind as well is important when you're thinking about some of these rivers and streams. Oh, Tim, you said it. I mean, I'm embarrassed to admit my first river experience was two years ago. I went on a what was supposed to be a four-day canoe trip on the Delaware River Gap. First day out there, great, so much fun, out in the sun, loving it. Probably had a little bit too much to drink. 
Those rapids got to me. We had a little <laughs> bit of a scary situation where the weather changed really immediately. Cut to, I broke my ankle and spent oh, no. the rest of the year <laughs> in a cast. And oh, so it just goodness. it happened so quickly. It was a combination of bad weather, like rocks and rapids, also a, a inebriated Bridget. <laughs> but all that is to say is you do need to be careful. Like rivers, lakes, stuff can change really quickly out there. And like in, a, in an instant, your summer can be ruined. So definitely keep an eye out for safety. But that is a good segue into uh, talking about options for if folks are looking for more of an active uh, water experience, which I guess would be river spots, right? Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, I think um, important in, in river spots is make sure you bring those water shoes along because <laughs> when you're in those rivers, you forget to realize how sharp the bottoms of these riverbeds are and you can easily run into some issues there. So I always come with some river shoes or some water shoes when I go in my tubing experiences. Um, but really, I think, you know, when it comes to some getting out on a river and doing it safely and kind of in a fun setting, um, getting out to West Virginia is a really great option from Washington, D.C. Um, everyone knows um, Harper's Ferry probably at this point. It's a historic center in West Virginia. It's about 90 minutes away from Washington, D.C. And one of the great features of Harper's Ferry is you can reach it by train. So you can actually take the Mark train or you can take the Amtrak train and you can be there in a relatively easy amount of time without having to sit through traffic. Um, and, you know, Harper's Ferry offers so much, but what I love most about it is that you're at the confluence of the Shenandoah and Potomac rivers. And that includes everything from easygoing, sitting in a tube with a fresh beer in your hand or <laughs> some other beverage preferred, um, just kind of lazily going down the river. Or if you want to try sort of more of an adventure outdoorsy kind of theme, um, going down some class one, two and three rapids on a guided rafting adventure. So you really get to choose a little bit here, um, which is nice. And then when you go to Harper's Ferry too, you'll find that there are several different outdoor resorts um, that cater to these activities. The one that I use the most or the one that I would refer people to is called River Riders. And it's just outside of historic Harper's Ferry. This is a place that has whitewater rafting. It has the tubing that you've probably done before, um, but it also has stuff like zip lining, kayaking, canoeing, stand-up paddle boards. And even recently they've added e-biking, which is kind of a fun way to get around those hilly regions of the Shenandoah. So this resort kind of offers everything and something for anyone. Um, what also is nice is they have tent sites, they have the glamping if you hate camping outside, and they have RVs if, if that's your thing too. If you have a group of friends, you know, river rafting can be one of the most fun ways to spend a summer afternoon. And river riders actually caters to offering buses for large groups. So you could actually rent a bus anywhere from, you know, two dozen of your friends to a select few of your friends and have them come pick you up from Washington, D.C. and drive you out there for the day. So it's a very um, fun, accessible, and also just safe way, especially if you're on the water tubing and you've had a beer or two to get home safely as well. So highly recommend that as a great cool down option, especially as we get into sort of the June, July, and August months where our heat and humidity really kicks up. Have you done the river rafting? I have, you know, it's it's awesome. It's such a great way to bring a large group of friends together. And I think one of the coolest things is that when you're sitting in your tube, you actually get some rope that they provide and you tie your tubes together with all your friends and you have a designated tube that holds your cooler with all of your beverages. So it really is like this communal trip down the river. Obviously, when you hit a very small rapid, there can be some hilarious spills or some hilarious falls. <laughs> um, so you just have to keep your eyes ahead of the river. But really a fun, fun way to bring a lot of friends together for a day out in, in the water. 
When was the last time you went to the theater? Well, we have a new show for you to check out. The Gala Theater in Columbia Heights is showing the political musical comedy Museum in the Closet, Avida's Return, which follows Argentine icon Eva Perón to the afterlife as her preserved corpse ignites political scandals, clandestine affairs, and mysterious murders. The show is full of samba, reggae, and tango that will have you tapping your feet nonstop. The show is in Spanish with English surtitles and will run from May 9th through June 9th. Get your tickets now at galatheater.org or call 202-234-7174. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. So let's talk about the rowdiest water feature of them all, the ocean. What beaches do you recommend? Oh my goodness, yes. I mean, it is full-on beach season, and I love the beach. I've gone everywhere from the rowdiness of Ocean City and spending a night at Secrets uh, at the bars there (laughs) to just chilling out and being in sort of the collective quiet of the Chesapeake Bay. So there's so many options for so many different kinds of people who like the beach. I'm going to give two options that are kind of more my speed these days. The first um, is one that requires no Bay Bridge traffic. Um, you know, I think when we think of the beach, you always think of like, okay, I have to plan around, you know, the Thursday, Friday or Saturday of Bay Bridge traffic to get over. Well, there's actually Southern Maryland in St. Mary's County, which is very much the Chesapeake Bay, um, but it sits at sort of the mouth of the bay next to where the Potomac River comes in. And it's really a beautiful place if you want to try to get to a beach um, that feels like a beach, but doesn't have all that traffic. It's about a 90 minute drive south of Washington, D.C. And um, the place that I love most down there is a little boutique motel. It's called Pier 450. Um, Pier 450 is actually located in Ridge, Maryland, and it sits right at the tip of where the Potomac River empties into the Chesapeake Bay. So you get sort of this lovely beach experience with sunsets nightly right on the water. Um, They have a private beach, they have fire pits, they have kayaks. It's really like a beach to call your own. And the cool thing is that you can stay there overnight. The hotel has maybe 12 to 14 different rooms. Um, The room rates are really reasonable at about $150 per night. This is something where I tell people if you really don't have the time to say spend the three and a half, four hours, maybe five, six hours in traffic getting to the beach, you could do this in 90 minutes and you can be there with a drink in your hand and the sunset going down over the water. Um, The other cool thing here is the food is really great. So I will mention Chef Carlos Gomez Starnez. He's a top chef from the Maryland region, and he actually does a lot of Maryland seafood dishes from rockfish to oysters to Maryland crabs that we all know and eat during the summertime. But he also does stuff like a Southern Maryland staple, which is like a special fried chicken seasoning blend, um, which is really unique to that region. So definitely a spot that you could go to and also enjoy if you're a foodie and you want to eat some delicious uh, local cuisine. It's a great overall resort and property. And again, you're only 90 minutes away from Washington. 
I'm going to overlook the fact that you're kind of like giving out my hidden spot. <laughs> <laughs> it is my hidden spot too. So I feel guilty even saying it. <laughs> okay. Well, if folks go like, let's be, keep it cool. You know, it's our, it's our yeah. little hidden spot. Like, let's not tell everybody just between you, me and whoever listens to this podcast. Exactly. We can just keep it a secret here. What other spots are good if you want to get some ocean nearby? Yeah, I mean, the Delaware Shore is amazing. Delmarva Peninsula in general has so many wonderful beaches to choose from. The one that I find myself going back to again and again, and I actually was just there about a month ago, is Lewis, Delaware. Lewis is, as some may know, the ferry point that gets you to southern New Jersey on the Cape May Lewis Ferry. It's one of the northernmost beach towns on the Delaware Shore. What's kind of cool about the Delaware Shore in general is you don't necessarily need to have a car to reach the beach. You can actually hop on buses that go out of DuPont Circle and Union Station and get there on about a $50 one-way trip to the beach. So if you're without a car this summer or a friend who has a set of wheels, definitely consider the bus option. It's a great accessible way to get to the beach. And then once you're there, the Delaware Dart Bus is a wonderful local regional transit bus that can get you up and down the shore all the way to Lewis, Delaware. Um, Lewis, to me, just is a town different from, say, the rowdier places like Dewey Beach or, you know, some of the bars you might have in Rehoboth. Um, What I like about Lewis is that it's a really historic, quiet, charming town. And um, the place that I keep going back to there again and again is the Dogfish Inn. Um, The Dogfish Inn, if that sounds familiar, it's because it is run by Dogfish Brewing, one of the most popular mid-Atlantic brewers in the region. And it's so cool because your stay is basically connected to their brewery. They give you a growler in your room that you're encouraged to fill up if you visit their brew pub in Rehoboth or if you go to their brewery out in Milton, Delaware. Um, You also get stuff like beach amenities. That includes, you know, your beach chair, your beach umbrellas. So you don't have to pack overpack for this trip, which is great too. And then the other cool thing is they have like just really fun outdoor accessibility options. Um, They recently added in new e-bikes that you can rent on property. Um, And what folks kind of overlook about this beach area is that it's actually one of the most connected bike trails in the region. So you can actually ride your bike from Lewis all the way down to Rehoboth Beach, Dewey Beach, avoid all of that sort of coastal highway one traffic and reach some some really amazing food options, breweries, you name it. Um, so a wonderful way to get around once you're in town is just to use one of those bikes. And then lastly, really what I love about Lewis is it just got a really cute main street. It is aligned with restaurants. It's probably some of the best eating you can have on the Delaware shore. Some of my favorite restaurants that are there right now include the Lewis Oyster House Station on Kings, Bramble and Brine, and a really farm-to-table fresh restaurant called Heirloom. They most recently were up for a James Beard Award, so you know they've got some some gravitas there as well. But what you get when you go to Lewis is really just sort of a low-key beach town with really top-notch restaurants. And that, that, to me, is kind of the perfect way to really enjoy a weekend away by the water. And the last thing I'll say is, if you go to Lewis, Delaware you have to have an ice cream from King's. King's is one of the best ice cream shops around on the Delmarva shore. And there's always a line out the door, but it's much worth the wait. Um, You know, my personal favorite is a mint chocolate chip and a waffle cone. So make sure you put some time into that and and definitely wait, wait in line and get your ice cream. So of all of these great options, which is your favorite? 
Oh my goodness. It's so hard to pick a favorite right now, but with friends, I'm really looking forward most to um, getting out on the Shenandoah River this summer and doing a tube down the river. I have not done that in a couple of years now. And like I said, what's so cool about it is you can do it in a day, you can do it in an overnight. I particularly also love to hike and camp. So those fill those buckets for me. One of the things also that's so cool about the Shenandoah River is that it really is just a beautifully managed river system. So you don't have to really worry about water quality necessarily. Um, You can really just enjoy the day, float down the river. And it's so much fun with a group of friends. I think it's it really brings people together when you're sitting in a tube, all connected, and you're enjoying sort of this communal experience of floating down the river. I already have a Shenandoah River tubing trip with friends scheduled, so maybe I'll see you out there. I'm getting back on the river horse. Maybe you could invite <laughs> me, huh? Yeah, come along. <laughs> you're, you're definitely invited. Tim, thank you so much for being here. Happy summer. Yeah, enjoy summer, Bridget. And before you go, here's some quick news. D.C. Council has proposed a set of bills to take on the growing problem of reckless driving in the district. The bills include creating more consequences for numerous offenses, suspending licenses before convictions in specific circumstances, allowing out-of-state drivers to be sued, and adding license points to records for camera tickets. A bill also proposes that courts, not the DMV, would be in charge of suspending licenses. Also, several restaurants in D.C. have received wage theft notices, resulting in huge fines from the city's Department of Employment Service. The restaurants are accused of violating labor laws. However, many restaurants say the fines are referencing minor infractions or administrative errors. One restaurant's notice says the owner owes over $100,000 for allegedly failing to pay two employees a total of $1.85. The local restaurant trade group says these fines are unprecedented and are arguing that the notices seem questionable. Meanwhile, the highly anticipated swim event in the Anacostia River has been postponed until September. The recent heavy rainfall caused sewage to spill into the river. So while testing has shown the cleanliness of the Anacostia River has improved over the years, it is still illegal to swim in any of the district's waterways until the September event held at Kingman Island. Finally, and pretty sadly, Nine sausages with fish hooks placed inside of them were found in Alexandria, in an area frequented by dogs and other animals. The Animal Welfare League of Alexandria, Virginia, is offering a $5,000 reward for information on the person responsible. That's all for today here on CityCast DC. If you enjoyed the show, share it with your favorite river rat. And subscribe to our morning newsletter by texting DC to 66866. We'll be back tomorrow morning with even more news from around the city. Talk to you then.